Welcome to Fly Cool Shit. Fly Cool Shit. A podcast about flying cool shit. Join us weekly where we talk about aerobatics, warbirds, tailwheel flying, unique aircraft, and much, much more. Let's start the show. You're cleared into the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. What up, Jeffy P? Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, living another dream, hopefully. An- another dream. Not your dream, <laughs> somebody else's dream. Saying. Yeah, it's like, you know, living the dream's kind of getting killed, I guess. It's getting played. Living another dream. Living another dream. <laughs> living a nightmare. <laughs> Dude, I had the best morning to wake up to. The best. All right, tell us about it. Ask, it all right. I want to so hear I wake it. up. I got the bed late, actually. My uh I I told you uh, a couple episodes ago that Santa Claus got me an inversion table, which is where like you hang upside down. And by far, I've been telling everybody the best two hundred dollars that anybody could have sent uh spent. I mean, incredible. So I uh I just just told my wife about it today because she's we go to the chiropractor once a week and she's like, We gotta we should wean ourselves off the chiropractor. I'm like, you know what? My buddy was just telling me about an inversion table. We should, uh, dude. Yeah, I, it's just, it's incredible. Anyway, so I um I hurt my back the other day. I don't know how. I honestly, I guess that's what happens when you get older. I have no idea how I hurt my back, and I just had back pain. So went on the emergency table a couple of uh, times, you know, before this uh, last night, and I just got to bed late. But I woke up um, around seven o'clock in the morning and got a Facebook notification that. Freaking Mike Goulian commented on a video I posted and I was like, oh, I mean, there was no words. It was just a lot of facial expressions and happiness and maybe a emotional tear. roller coaster. My, yeah. Yeah. My wife was like, what are you okay? Is the business okay? I'm like, you have, this is the best day of my life. She's like, I thought our wedding was the best day. <laughs> <laughs> what about the birth of your kids? No, no, no. Fuck that. Kids. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Mike, Mike Goulian just posted on my Facebook. You have no idea. And then under it, added a blue total comeback kid, Michael Mancuso post from the Northern Lights. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I can't even describe, I can't even put into words how excited I am. This day has been, I might just take my birthdays in May. I might just make this my birthday. I feel like I've been reborn. <laughs> Can I tell you something? You, you should it. you should post more videos. Like that's why I was like, dude, make that shareable. Like everybody, I know. everybody wants to see you fly. Like, like obviously you're flying. You know it's really incredible. And so yeah. any time, dude, film well, that's everything. Why I gotta pick your, I got to pick your brain. I think we're gonna get into this later, but I am. I would say I'm at like a sixth grade le- level. I'm at like a second grade level in speaking, obviously, but like a sixth grade <laughs> level on GoPros and like how to mount them. But we're going to get into that because yeah. I need to be educated. I'll ask you all the dumb questions that, you know, all the guys out there and girls out there that are afraid to ask. Um, but yeah, it was a total. So that got me thinking. So I woke up. Um, obviously, I described it, but incredible. And Let me ask you this. I want to I want to interrupt you and ask you something. Yeah, go for it. Do you think D-D-D. Michael... 
Goulian knows the impact that he has on people that look up to him. And I mean, envy is like envy may, may might be the wrong word, but strongly admire, you know, he's an extremely inspirational human being to all of us who love aerobatics. Do you think he knows the ramifications I, of him commenting on something? I think that he knows that he has an, an impact or I think that he knows that people know who he is and um, know his style of flying and, um, and it's totally deserving. I mean, he's, he, he, the amount of work that that guy put in is, I mean, he's, I don't think he anybody will ever know besides him. Yeah. No, that guy worked his, you know, he worked his hiney off and I oh, used to put hiney in our podcast. Hiney. Um, hiney. <laughs> but I don't think that, he knows the, the people, you know, the, the smaller majority of people out there like you, me, um, and some of our friends that we speak to that, um, just idolize them and yeah. that, you know, it, people like him and a few others, you know, there are some people like you and I that try to emulate him and put a lot of time, you know, trying to be half as good as he is. Um, yeah. you know, and I don't think I don't think he'll ever because he's you know he seems like a really super humble guy and yeah. um and it's it's hard not to I mean for instance like I remember however long ago you know I found out that like somebody knew who I was who I had no idea knew who I was and said that like they like the way I fly and that alone it wasn't I it wasn't like an ego thing where like my head blew up it was just like it really take you know like took me back I'm like oh my god like I feel like you know, that's like such a, a compliment and like somebody like Goulian, that's, that's a normal day. Yeah. No, it's, it's, normal, like, it's so cool. Cause you know, not that anybody, you know, it, I mean, it just happens in, in the, it's like, there's these tiers of, you know, everybody is at some level and there is somebody at, a, at levels above and below. And it's like this constant, like cyclical movement of, of people's progression and how people are starting out and looking up. Right. And then once you get to the top, you're, you're kind of looking back. I mean, you're not, it's not, you know, Michael Gould is not climbing any ranks anymore. There's no, nothing he hasn't achieved that he, he needs to achieve yeah. I mean, literally nothing. Like what, what could that guy do? Right. So it's, it's kind of, you know, looking at up and comers and I'm, I, I wonder how much he pays attention to that kind of stuff as far as like, you know, I mean, obviously he does, you know, but like, you know, yeah. looking at, you know, well, we're going to ask him, stars, he's going to be on here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to ask him that kind of stuff. Cause I'm, I'm super, I'm super curious. Cause I, like, I, mean, I know we're the number, we're the 32 podcasts in the country right now and rising. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be, we're going to crack the top 25 <laughs> here and uh, you know, quickly, very quickly. But I yeah, it, it's, it's so cool to see that stuff. And, and, and that's the things like, I mean, that's how I first discovered you before I, we ever talked is I, I watched videos of your flying and I was just like, God, it's just like so fucking cool, man. Like, the advanced team, I, I mean, I've told you this before and I, I've said it before on the podcast, but like the advanced team was always that barometer of like, it's so next level. Like it's, I mean, unlimited, obviously quantum leap, uh, in, in terms of the difficulty, but like, it's so cool to see people on the advanced team and the advanced team and, and the flying and the quality of flying. It's, it's really impressive. And so like, that's always, it's harder to kind of look up. Well, now it's easier, but back in the day, it was kind of harder to see flying unless it was like somebody filming a camp and then like somehow uploading it to the computer. I mean like years and years ago. Right. Um, now everybody films everything. Yeah. But it's, um, 
you know, it's it's cool to be able to see people that you can derive in for inspiration from or at least just admire. Like and that's what's so fun. Like like when everybody's like, ah, oh, you know, like and I'm sure you probably have struggled with with the idea of like, should I put should I put my content out there or like should I hate, you know, hate the term branding and all that kind of shit. But like, you know, should I film flights and put it out there? Well, it's like the answer is you absolutely should because people will love it. And like I'm a super fan of aerobatics. Like I can't get enough of watching people fly well. You know what I mean? And so it's cool. The more people that right. throw their shit out there, like, I mean, there now there's just tons and tons of, co- you know, good content and good pilots and, and people showing off their, their skills. And I don't mean that showing off like they're, it's a, they're putting it's, out there to show off, but uh, it's just a lot of fun to watch uh, people fly right now. And that's a whole nother stigma that I'm not a fan of is, and I want to get back to, to one thing about Ghoulian too, that I think yes. is important to mention, but you know, that's another thing that like, I'm just, everybody when they post, that's why I wanted, that's why I posted that video that we talked about a couple of times where I, where I messed up a figure. Everybody yeah. is so anal with what they post and they try to, and they weed through all this footage and find the best like 15 seconds. And, yeah. um, and honestly that video that I posted, I was literally just scrolling through my phone and, um, and it was like a GoPro this and I'm like, Oh, this looks cool. I'll post this. And like, cause I don't give a shit. Yeah. And it, honestly, like there was a lot of things, there was a couple of things even wrong with that flying that, that, you know, I just routinely can pick apart, but you know, I just thought it'd be fun to show. And like, I hadn't posted in a while, but, um, I think that people just need to post and put themselves out there more. And I you agree. Know, that's a whole nother thing that we tried to make work, but I, you know, and it gets back to like, so it's a perfect segue into like, uh, this thing with Ghoulian that I like so much is that, you know, he came from you know, competitive, I've listened to enough interviews with a guy where, you know, he played hockey and he came from that sports background and, you know, similar to me. And when we, when I got into aerobatics, it was, you know, you don't talk to people who are in your, you know, not on your team or whatever. And it was just competitive. Oh, it's legit competitive. And yeah. To me, yeah. To me, Goulian, um, he always had that um, attitude in a good way of, you know, wanting to win. And that's what kind of throws me for a loop a lot is like, you know, even, you know, when I went to to do the warm up gig over in Romania, everybody's so like the teams are friendly to each other, but it's fake. Like it's just fake. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that like when we're talking to the French team, like there's a, there's actually, I gotta be honest, there's one, there's two people that I still talk to, but for the most part, like you're there, you know, to win. So like, unless you're trying to psychologically mess up the other person, I'm like, why is it so, I'm just not used to it. Maybe I, yeah. right or wrong. It's just my opinion, but I just, well, it's to weird. Me, I like the competitive environment and I think that it'd be nice to like, you know, n- not have to mingle and put on this phony like conversation when you just, you want to be, you know, you want to beat them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you don't want to be, why would you want to be nice to them and like make them feel good? You want to kick their ass. Like that's why you're there. That's why you spent, you know, tons of money, you know, to, to win, not to, you know, I don't know. And yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a different story. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. I just, you know, to me, I like the competitive atmosphere and I wish it was more, you know, regionals is a different story, but like even, even nationals, um, you know, it's, I, I don't well, everybody, know, it's just my opinion, everybody thrives. I really appreciated that from Goulian. Yeah. Well, no. And I think every, I think people thrive on different elements. Like I, I'm not competitive. Um, like I feel like I could speak for Robbie Holly on this. 
<laughs> Maybe not, but like, you know, he doesn't strike me just from what, just from talking to him. And, you know, we've pe- texted back and forth. He's a super nice guy. And obviously we've had him on here. We've had him on twice. Uh, unfortunately we lost the, the one recording, but um, he obviously is just insanely talented, but he doesn't strike me as yeah. a fierce competitor. If that makes sense. Like he strikes me as somebody who's just like, yeah, and, he's competing and himself, with him, himself obviously. and it works for him. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. probably some other people that like, you know, like, cause he even said, um, which was surprising to me that he does go watch other people's flying, uh, which is interesting. Whereas I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. And I can't do I, that. Yeah. And I no. think, um, you know, I can relate to him in the, in the, um, in the aspect of like, I, I'm not competitive. Like I, I don't see somebody that, that I'm going to be flying against and being like, like, fuck you. Like, I would never do that. I don't, I don't care about that. No, but like, you know, everybody kind of has these different elements that, um, that drive them. And I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, especially like from being, being, you know, raising competitive sports, you're like, well, hold on. I would never hang out with the opposite team. What are we doing here? You know, why are, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, and it's one thing if like, yeah. So like I should be more specific, I guess, but what I'm getting at is like, so even at nationals, um, if I know somebody who's in my category, who's, um, flying after me, if they look at me and like, um, you know, want to talk, I have no problem like being, because they're my friends to begin with, but I'm talking about like just random people who like, you have to, you feel like there's an etiquette and, and you're going to be like, Oh, I'm, you know, how's it going? And it's just like, you put on the fake smile and I'm I'm competing against you. And it's not that I don't want, want to talk to you. I just want to stay focused and, but you can't do that because then people are like, oh, Jeff's, a, you know, just a dick. But like we're there to compete. Yeah. And like, I, it's just my and I could be way off base. Um, no, 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 I, 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 don't, I don't think you're off base at all. I think that I, I and I think that's kind of uh, part of my point is that everybody's kind of got their own thing. Like I'm, I, I have no doubt. And you probably know who they are. Um, and, and I'm sure everybody knows that, especially on the upper levels, if, if they're real egregious with it. But there's probably people that like lock themselves in their hotel room or in their car or alone and don't want to be seen and just come out and fly their sequence and then go back into their hole. Cause it's like, don't talk to me. Don't fucking touch me. Don't look at me. I'm here to compete. I'm here to win. Don't yeah. mess. You know what I mean? Um, and I, and I, and I, I totally that get that. A, and I think it would have a positive, uh, maybe not so much. Um, what's the right word I'm looking for? I think that it would make things, interesting and draw people in when there's rivalries so like if let's just say like um from a spectator um, aspect it would make it way more interesting even if you're competing to watch somebody you know that'd be really interesting yeah so what if um who's who's flying advanced like who's in my region i guess or um i'm trying to think of some advanced guys that um that you know um just pick somebody that's that's somewhat known. Messenheimer. All right. So like, let's say Adam and I are at a contest, right? Yeah. And, um, and it's been known whether it's on social media or whatever that like him and I like, you know, um, just have this rivalry. Um, you know, we're not friends, even though we are friends, but like, this is hypothetical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's just say that there was like a big rivalry that was yeah. like built up somehow, right? Like it just makes it more interesting to go watch because now it's like who who's gonna win or yeah. um you know uh, what's gonna happen or is Jeff gonna get like pissed and throw his helmet or something you know like it just makes it interesting. Whereas like you know if I get out of the plane I give the guy a hug 
it's, you know, it's cool, I guess. I mean, but I'm just saying that like from a spectator, like you said, or just uh, from an outside, you know, perspective, I think it'd be kind of interesting. Maybe we could just, you know, maybe we'll just make it up. Maybe I'll talk to Adam and just be like, Hey, just I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. I'm going to tell everybody that you're, you're a jerk and you tell everybody (laughs) that I'm a jerk. And like, I'm telling you, like, I don't think you're a jerk, but like, let's just, let's build up some, some drama, some, just start some drama here. Start spreading the, uh, the rumors that he tried to like get with your wife or something. Yeah. And that's what made it exciting. Even at nationals, (laughs) like, you know, there was, there was some, um, we're kind of completely forgetting like that, you know, there was a rivalry with, with, um, I wouldn't call it a rivalry, but it was like, you know, Goody and Rob were the, were a couple of times the only guys that were, you know, there was like other ones, but you know, they've been in the category for a while. Rivalry is probably an appropriate descriptor for that. But everybody, when Goody, when Goody was flying and when Rob was flying, um, there was definitely more people watching those flights. They were paying attention. Yeah. And like, so it proves the point, you know? Um, Yeah. I I think it'd be interesting. I don't know. I'm just trying to like come up with, I'm always feel like I'm trying to come up with stuff to try to like make the I, not the IAC, but like just competition aerobatics um more um try to draw more people in somehow because it's such an exciting sport and you know it's just it's such a hard um it's just such a hard thing to figure out how to get more people in and whether it's hurdles or just you know coming up with the concept um but the thing that sucks they they really love it oh yeah well of course and you know like i feel like there's you know probably like a lot of sports there's casual fans and then there's like super fans, right? And like casual fans. I don't know. I don't know if there's like casual fans of competition, but like casual fans would probably be like air show spectators, right? Of aerobatics. Um, yeah. But like, I, I think a lot, like I, I don't play any sports and I don't really watch any sports except for UFC. And I really do think about that element with UFC fighting is, you know, you can really get into somebody's head. There are absolute rivalries. There's also elements of very respectful uh, camaraderie even even between people that are going to fight but like but even look at like mcgregor mcgregor builds up so much drama and then at the end of oh, the yeah. fight and he the, sells the two of them are social yeah yeah i mean yeah he, but it draws people in totally totally no and um you know the thing that sucks about competition aerobatics is you're you really are at the end of the day like yeah you're you're pitted against everybody else but like there's nothing you can do in the airplane other than just fly your best like can you ever think of a time that you you drastically and I actually asked Rob this and he, you know, he gave me the very like, no, no, just, you know, just fly the best that I can all the time. <laughs> Great answer. Like, all right. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> nope. Uh, but like, has there, a t- has there ever been a time where like, you know, I can't think of an, of a situation where somebody would drastically change their, their, their approach to the flight they're about to do based on, something that somebody else did in an airplane you know what i mean and like that that's probably what makes the rivalry hard is like you cannot you can't fly harder the only thing you could probably do is like if you had a rivalry is like psych out somebody so hard that they really fuck up but then then again you're still you're gonna fly your best no matter what what if like you know it's psychologically like what if you know one person delays their flight um for whatever reason. And then that pushes you because they know like in the forecast, the winds are going to be shit the next day. So they delay the flight and 
And then the next day you got to fly in, you know, stupid conditions. That that's has to that happen affect before. your flight. Right. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a safe thing to say that you can affect somebody's flight. Right. No, for sure. And, 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 and then or that- if you delay yourself, you know, or somebody delay, I mean, there's rules built into the SIVA where it's like you get a 15 minute slot or a 10 minute and that's your slot, you know, regardless. Yeah. But like, you know, there's certain, or, you know, what if somebody just comes up and it could be as simple as like, you know, you, if you know, somebody's like, let's take like person X, right. He's on the ground and I'd say I'm person Y or two people, whatever. I'm explaining this like an idiot <laughs> anyway, but let's say like one person knows the other person is, is not good at whatever type of, of snap roll. Right. Okay. And yeah. they go up to them five minutes before the flight and they go, Hey, your snaps really weren't looking that great to the flight before. Like you're telling me that that's not going to, that's, I mean, maybe it won't, but maybe it will, but that's something that can yeah. affect their flight. Or have like, you hey, ever, have you ever had that though? Where like, you know, like something, somebody, so not delaying a flight, but like, obviously you have to, you know, weather conditions are one of those potentially ever changing things where like, you're going to have to adjust for a wind one way or another. But, um, is there something that a person did or said or that you saw somebody do in their airplane that you're like, shit, I'm, 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 I got to step it up or um, I got to do this. I don't this. think any, I don't think anybody would ever admit to it, but there's been times where like somebody's come down and you know, you think everybody's like in the same group and you'll, it wasn't really me who asked, but so I'd be like, Oh, like what's the winds doing up there? And the person would be like, Oh, it's fucking blowing. Make sure you like repos and it's you get up there and it's nothing. So now you're that's, fucking out of position before even starting. So like there are oh things God. like, you know, so you can can they be avoided? Hundred percent. Go lock yourself in a room, don't talk to anybody and and compete. Yeah. And that's if that's that's an answer. You could do that and avoid yeah. all this shit. But um, you know, there there's a lot of psychological games that can be played. I don't think a lot of them are played, but it certainly can be played. I think they have been played a little bit and I don't think anybody for the most part um, will know what, you know, specific instances um, because nobody's going to admit to it, but like, yeah. And I guess you know, if you I know can, those games you, and you probably do. I mean, if I flew, if I went to a contest, right, let's say I go to a contest and I fly first and I land and like the guy who's flying like third or fourth is like, Hey, like Petra, what's the, what's the winds doing? And if I know in my head, the winds are just like, light and calm above say a thousand feet or whatever. Yeah. You'd be like, Oh, it's fucking honking up there. Just like on the ground. I could totally fuck that guy's flight. Yeah. You know, now all of a sudden he's forgetting the sequence and thinking about the, the winds and, and wind correcting. And then he's, he'll skip a figure or he'll zero something or whatever. You know, you, yeah. you can, you could be a complete cock. I mean, I would never do that. Um, I swear I wouldn't cause that's fucked up. Um, cause I know how much work it takes to get to a contest and, and to get to a level. And I'm not, that insecure where I need to win a fucking regional or even, you know, a nationals to, to lie to somebody and, and win it unfairly. But like, there's no doubt that shit like that happens. I mean, yeah. if you think I'm wrong, then fine. But like, no, there's no way you're wrong. Uh, there's, I mean, that's like, even, even on an anecdotal, um, element, th there's no way that doesn't exist. Cause I mean, you're talking about some people that are potentially super egotistical and, you know, and competitive. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's just, yeah, that, that exists. Um, I mean, we back, talked about, you know, consistency. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 
You there? Yeah. <laughs> I thought Sorry. I was, no, just the, you know, in closing, like as far as consistency goes, like um, I won't say which contest because I don't want the person to feel bad, but like, you know, I, what I try to do is I allow X a minute, X amount of minutes before I strap it. Like I try to have a plan it's, and be consistent so that I don't have to worry about that. And I can concentrate on the sequence that I'm flying. And, you know, there's one time where I'm like strapping in and the person who was with me that whole weekend, um, you know, and consistent with me was there and that was known. And, you know, just the guy, the guy who walked, guy or girl walked up and just started talking to me. And it's just like, maybe I'm too nice. And cause I don't want to be like, Hey, can you please leave? Cause I'm, I have to fly and like, I need to like, cause I feel bad. So sure. like that threw me off a little bit and it's that simple. It's that I'm sure everybody who's flown competitions or maybe has been in that, in that, um, seat or whatever, um, it can, can admit to it. It's just, it's very distracting. It's like when you, I don't, I go to a competition and I really want to, I want to do my best and, sure. you know, um, just, it's that, it's something that simple. Somebody coming up and being like, Hey, like, what's up? Your flying's good. Oh, do you, what about figure seven? Like, Oh, what are you going to do with the wind here? Or like, Oh, what's, what, what altitude are you going to enter at? Or, you know, it's just like, like, can you just wait 10 minutes and I'll, and I'll be right back on the ground for you. Um, but it's it's super distracting because when you have like you know it's exhausting when you have that intensity and when you keep that focus it's very you know you got to keep it and you don't get you get 15 20 minutes of uh to keep that hyper focus on and you know a little bit will fucking like it'll just it'll throw you for a loop no pun intended (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there oh yeah let me ask you this Jumping back to the beginning, talking about Mancuso. Do you remember what uh, Northern Lights he flew? Uh, number five. So he flew mine. No More way. More than likely. 305 November Lima. That's freaking That's, badass. Yeah. We got to get him on. Dude, he is he is so fucking cool. He is such a cool dude, man. I mean, and I haven't Did flown have with a lot or of formation guys. I can't remember if, I, if mine I have was. Picture, in my hangar, I got pictures of him. I'll, I'll send it to you. I think it's 305 November Lima is, was mine. Yeah, because the fucking tail number was changed. But um, do you think people remember the... I mean, how cool... Were, we talk about it a lot, but how cool were the Northern Lights? Can you imagine? Like, and for me especially, like, they... You know, Mike was... Michael's based out of... He was based out of Brookhaven, where I fly out of. So I was, you know, maybe 12. I was young. And they would just roll up, all five of them, just come in. Tax, you know, five extras plus there was two. So they roll up and it would be to five Northern light airplanes. Uh, my friend had a, uh, um, a 300 L there was two yellow extra two hundreds. And then my other friend had a pink extra 300 S and then there was, you know, we had the Sukhoi, we had a pits S two B and two pits S two B's and the Catholic, there was like, it was aerobatic heaven. On my That's heaven, and, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was fucking great times. And um, yeah, he was just, he was young, young guy. And like I was saying, I haven't flown with a lot of form, maybe, you know, six, I've probably flown with about six people who can actually fly formation. Um, and he was just so, you ever fly, it's just so smooth, you know, because you, you fly with some people who say they can fly formation and you're just jerking the thing around and yeah, just throttle really jockeying and yeah. 
Yeah. And he would just, oh, he's, I can't even describe how, how good he is. Um, they were a phenomenal civilian back. team. Yeah. They, and they, they, were, they right. were really good. Yeah, they did. They did it right, man. Bought all new shit, bought a trailer. Yeah. You know, their and support like system they, and their, their idea, like their ecosystem, I guess is like the best way to describe it. Like was right on. Cause like now you see everything's, I mean, I'm sure they were probably shoestring and, and, and he could, he could, uh, you know, elaborate on all the shortcomings and all the, the pitfalls of, of the team and, and whatnot. But like yeah. on the outside looking in, it was like, Oh, they had a huge amount of support. And like, you don't really see that amount of support uh, for a, a civilian team nowadays. I mean, I know we're kind of beating a dead horse. We've talked about that yeah. before. But, and I like um, that they didn't. Don't you like how they didn't act like the Blue Angels, though? Yes. You yes, because I mean? that's one like, thing that drives like, me nuts. They were professional. There's no doubt. Oh, my God. It fucking I just like tick when I see that. I'm just like, can you please just not even don't do that? I won't name the team. You know what I mean? There's one team I have in my mind right now that that act, that that just reeks of that kind of. Um, yeah, if you know, you know. We don't. You don't have to say it, but no, you know. People know. Everybody who knows knows what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's but just yeah, like it's cringeworthy. It's fucking yeah. cringeworthy. Yeah, because it's just like it's like get over but, it. Um, like, dude, you're, you're it's you're not. You're never gonna be. Just do. Just be you. Just do your. Be whatever element you're gonna be, but don't try to don't try to act like you are something that you're not. Because you're not, and you never will. First of all. It's ridiculous. You look ridiculous. And second yeah, of all, stupid. it's, you're not going to, you can't, you just can't. It's impossible. No, it's impossible. Fucking anyway. So yeah. let me ask you, I get fucking, I got so much rage in me today. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Can we, can we talk about your feelings or you want to skip it? No, I, I can't even No, my feelings. <laughs> I feel like Stuart. I want to say the Stuart. Do I need to do the Stuart line? <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> how, did, how does it go? Uh, you do it. You do it. Well, it depends on which part of the Stuart era. Um, gosh, it just depends. Yeah, it just depends on which part like, of the sequence you want to jump in. And gosh darn And gosh darn it. No, no, no. I'm talking about when he. The, oh, no, it's not oh, Stuart. That, my bad. It's the guy who looks in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. And gosh darn it. People gosh like darn me. it. People like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need a mirror. Mitch. Yeah. Mitch. Yeah. Get, get me you a, get mirror. a mirror. Get Mitch in the fucking. Get a mirror and get your freaking shine box. Um, yeah. How's the weather out um, there? And uh, no, I want to ask in, you. Don't even ask me to stop because I know where you're going with this. Congratulations, <laughs> you're in shorts and flip flops, and I'm in a fucking snow suit, freezing my well, balls off. I'm in shorts, but oh, it's God. really windy today. So, like, um, I knew. Do you know what we're... it's like to get out to your car in the morning and have to scrape ice off the windshield when it doesn't even snow? Do you know oh, what that's like? It no. sucks. It fucking sucks, man. It sounds terrible. <laughs> and like I go to the, so I go to the gym every day and I'm proud to say that because it's a lot of work and I want to brag about it. That's it's awesome. Fucking tough. Hell so yeah. I, yeah, but so I get, you know, it's like that, mil, not mildew, um, that dude that goes on the winch and then freezes. So, you know, I'm, I give myself like two minutes to get up, get dressed and get in my car to go to the gym, which is obviously not enough time, but so then I got to like take my, my fingers cause they're warm and rub the, the ice off the, and give myself like a basketball sized peephole to drive through my neighborhood and t- to the gym. And every morning I'm like, you're going to fucking hit somebody like you fucking, <laughs> just go. I'm doing like, 
So like the neighbors are probably like seeing my, I have a uh, Subaru. They're probably seeing this Subaru, like going two miles an hour down the fucking road going like, here he is again. What the fuck? What? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> what is this guy doing? Just putting along. I don't even know how we got into talking about this. Oh, you asked me about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we, we so, got super but, lucky this weekend was like, tell me about how, tell me about how great it is by you. It's really great. First of all, I just want to say that it's really great. Um, today is super windy. So um, I'm uh, I'm going to help as we talked about in our little chat group, but uh, I'm going to help sell my buddies extra 200. And so today I was like, oh, you know what? If the weather's nice enough, I'll just I'll fly the 300 because it's at another airport nearby. I'll just zip down, snap some pictures of the 200 and then zip back up. Um, and then like woke up this morning and the forecast was you know, super shitty for wind. It's absolutely gorgeous out and it's probably like 68 degrees, you know, so pretty nice. I'm in shorts, but, um, it's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to fly over there. I'll just go with it. You know, I'll just drive over and take some pictures, but I couldn't even pull the airplane out of the hangar. I was like, you know what? It's gusting 35 knots down the hangar row. I'm just going to take pictures inside and, and then yeah. head home. But, um, this weekend I flew uh Sunday and it was 76 degrees, no wind, absolutely beautiful and it's just like those days that i mean i landed dude and i hate to get to get like cheesy and cliche about things but i'm like i can't fucking believe that i get to fly this beautiful extra 300 in beautiful weather and it doesn't matter i'm not even trying to rub in the time of year because i know it sucks on the east coast but like you know you, you know those days where you're just like do you ever literally fly and you're like dude i got i gotta pinch myself like this is this is unreal you know yeah and it was like, like one of like those days and everything yeah. And you're you just, you're feeling hot. good. No, it's not too hot. Like it's like that, you know, the temperature where like, as soon as you close the canopy before you start up, you're like, it's a little warm today, but you know that, you know, I would couple say thousand 70 feet degrees, 70. Yeah. Right. 70 degrees. Yeah. 70 degrees is perfect. You know, cause you, you kind of, yeah, you I, get a little warm pulling G's up in the, in the air, but it's, it's, you get a nice cool breeze coming in the airplane. And you're just like, dude, this is, this is the shit dreams are made of. This is awesome. Yeah. I miss having a two seat airplane to, I don't really get to share it anymore. That's kind of the unfortunate thing, you know, because yeah, I love to I, take people for rides. I, I thought I've thought about this a lot, you know, because like um, I don't fly solo very often just for that very reason. I love I love I mean, I like the teaching aspect of of flying. So like that's why I do it. But um, I I really enjoyed my solo flight this time. It was really, really nice. I mean, it was nice to kind of just get up and. uh just fart around, you know, and I felt good. I like the airplane felt good. I don't know. Everything just kind of lined up and, um, all the elements just kind of lined up on Sunday and it was just ended up being one of those flights that you wish you could take a mental snapshot and, and, and remember it forever. I mean, I remember landing and I'm just like, yeah, this is, this, this was amazing. Like this is, this is why you become a pilot. And I know that's so freaking cheesy, but, uh, it was great, man. And, you know, something I, I, I've been playing around with a little bit, you know, so had the airplane back, you know, went and got it in November. So it's been back a couple months, um, almost three now. The spades are different. Um, and so that's been like something that is like really taking me a long time to kind of get used to the changes because now I'm having to unlearn the way I flew with the old spade setup. And it's not like a huge deal, but it's subtle. And one of the things that's really interesting, and I wanted right. to pick your brain on this, is from 160 knots to 180 knots the difference in roll rate and responsiveness and crispness of stops 
is it's insane at how much better it is to roll this airplane at 180 knots than it is 160 knots. Yeah, I just think it's, you know, um, you're going faster, so more airflow. So you, obviously you're going to roll faster. Um, it's re- it's really weird, though, because like from, you know, 180 and I haven't rolled it a whole lot at 200, but like, I've you know, 190, like come out, come out of something kind of quick. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to zip through a roll. It doesn't exponentially roll as fast as as going from 160 to 180 does. It's really weird. Like it almost seems like 180 is like the sweet spot for this airplane right now. 180, 185. Like it just it rolls fucking perfect do you does the 330 se kind of have that window of like where things just feel it feels like that's where it was built to roll um the window's just bigger um you know from Mm. like 140 and under or one closing in on 150 it's not sluggish it's just the breakout force is a lot less so it feels sloppier it's not but it just feels a lot looser yeah Um, yeah maybe it's a 160 Yeah, once you get above 160, um, it's pretty um, symmetrical throughout. Yeah. Um, which you know, I never really want to roll too fast in it because of the uh, VA speed on it. But um, the way that they designed the ailerons on that thing, it just makes it so easy to stop. I and mean, we were talking to Nigel about that. And unless you've flown an SC or an LX, you just it's so everybody listening to it sees them who's never flown one. It's um, they're very. It's a very well designed you know, wing and it's very easy to stop. Um, obviously if you got to read like dog shit, then that's a whole nother story. But for the most part, that's why like, even like with the P strips, um, you really don't have to go crazy with them. I don't fly with any P strip, but you know, I'm, I got my three month chip now. <laughs> sober. That's right. That's right. Congratulations <laughs> on your Thanks. P strip sobriety. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's every day's a uh, battle. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but yep, you know the airplane. The airplane's really cool, and I love what Jim Burke said. You know, he looked at the guy who won the worlds, um, and he had nothing on his airplane. So who knows if that's maybe that's a psychological game. Well, maybe certainly based on the on the posts from you know aerobatic pilots on Facebook that, that we you know a lot of P strip d- discussion. There is, there's got to be something to the psychological element of it, you know, and the yeah. There, I think there is something to that. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's your belief in that they work on other people or whether it's the belief that it works on your airplane or not, you know, like it's yeah. kind of like taking, you know, those like, you know, like the I don't know, like the sugar tablets. Right. Right. They give you like the uh, what is that called? <laughs> you know, like when you, um, you know, there's some pills that are like the real pill and then there's some that are like not real. Uh, placebo, you know what I mean? Placebos. Placebo. Yeah. It's a placebo yeah. effect. Totally. Yeah. It's all mental, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, maybe a little bit rigging wise but you know once once you get the airplane you know dialed in and you feel everything after that is just being in the right mindset and performing i mean that's why even like did you see the tiger documentary by the way tiger woods documentary yeah on hbo no i heard it's really good dude it is badass i love that i gotta watch it Um, i i I, I gotta watch it somebody was telling me about it earlier and said it was really good but it's just like the guy is just a total machine and he was so mentally ready. Totally. Um, but he was, you know, mentally the father was like training him, you know, one of the scenes was like the father would, while he was playing golf, he'd like step over him or stop his swing midway or distract him with like change in his pocket. Like did all this fucked up shit to him when it not 
like fucked up, fucked up. But you know, just did all this psychological like unorthodox, stuff to him. unorthodox stuff. Yeah. So that and he's like, so they were like playing with somebody on the course, and the guy's like, the father's name was Earl. The guy's like, Earl, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just. He's like, I'm. Pre-, he was like ten, Tiger. He's like, I'm preparing him for when he's on the tour and when there's all these people around or however they worded it that, you know, he can stay focused and sure as shit, you look at the guy and the guy's fucking just amazing. Well, and whether, whether or not that, you know, he obviously got it right, whether it was appropriate or not and, and whether it screwed up tiger psychologically or not, the argument can be made that it, it fucking worked. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think anybody, do you think somebody could do that to, and, and get an aerobatic pilot? out of it um well i think there's been some cases where it seemed like that um but it's such a um you know like tiger they started him he the father started him off when he was like a year old so yeah. that's all he knew yeah whereas like you can't really start flying acro until i don't know or at least going flying upside down like 12 years. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not, you're not going to be f- and learn, you know, five. So, you know, there's all this life that the, these kids experience and then, you know, they get into it and they do really well, but they do well, well to a certain point. And then, you know, like we were talking about it, unlimited alone. I mean, advanced is tough enough, but you know, to be unlimited, it's, it's a lot of work. And, you know, um, the PGA or NBA, you know, they're getting signing bonuses. They're making money. Like I was just going to say the, the juice is worth the squeeze doing it like that. So it's like, you know, you fucking, you put all this work in and you know, when you're not the one, you know, paying the bill or whatever, you know, and it's definitely not glorified. I mean, the 5,000 members of the IAC will, will idolize you, I guess. But, um, you know, there's no glory. There's really no, it's a, you do it for yourself and it's, you're not going to be a, a celebrity. It's a passion or it should be a passion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I feel like it gets to the point where it's like, why am I doing this? You know, yeah. why am I, why am I in Bumblefuck wherever, you know, like I went to that contest in Pennsylvania back in the day and it was in the middle of a cow manure farm. Like everything smelled like shit. <laughs> you know, it was like, so why is somebody going to go do that? And so that's why to answer your question, that's why I think that, you know, if you see certain um, cases, whether it's whatever era, you know, there's been some, you know, just really, really great competition pilots. And then um, it kind of fades out or just, you know, they just maybe lost the passion or just didn't want to do it anymore. You know, and that's and that's, you know, that's great that they didn't freaking keep going with it. You know, because what's the point? You're not going to be, you're not going to do it because you love it. You know, I don't see any other point. No, it's got to be, it's got to be a passion. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's exciting. I get like when I was younger, there was, you know, a couple people that were, that were really young and they had a great opportunity to do stuff. And it was a really exciting thing to see because I couldn't afford to do it. Um, and it was really cool to, to watch it happen. Um, I got a lot of, and, a lot of them were just amazing, amazing pilots. And, um, you know, it's, it's sad that you don't get to see some of them fly. Um, cause you know, when I was younger, there really wasn't a lot of YouTube and all this like Facebook stuff. So, 
Um, like there was a lot of like young guys that were, um, I would love to see fly competition, but you yeah, know, it's just different. And there's not a, there's really no young, young guys coming up. Right. I mean, can you think of anybody? No, I really can't. Yeah. Um, usually there's like always like at least one. There's usually one, one person. Yeah. I, I, but I can't, um, I can't yeah, think of any. Uh, fuck. I know. Yeah. But I know we got to get back on fucking track, man. We're right. so off topic right now. <laughs> There's no topic. There's no topic. No, it's great. There's no topic. No. Cause I had, I had a, we were talking about that idea that we had that I think is really cool. And we might have to get a petition. We have to get like however many signatures and do it. You want to, you want to lead us off there, uh, McGuire? With the, um, oh, what were we talking about earlier? The, uh, the legacy thing? Yeah. What did you call it? I didn't really have a name for it. You called it Legend League. Um, is that what did you're I talking about? I forget. Legend I just, League. Yeah. I was, I was texting and driving, which I do not recommend. I rarely don't try, do it. Don't try it this at home, kids. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I dude, I like that. I um, like that idea. I like the idea. You know, my my hang up is like, do these people that we want involved need anything else to do? You know, I don't know, but like, well, we gotta tell them the idea first to get some of these. <laughs> doing is like, yeah, I like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you had the idea you had the idea a total age that was a total aj answer right there yeah i like it <laughs> hold on i don't have my i don't have my chiclets here or whatever he was shaking um oh, to, yeah. to shake while i was giving you the answer um no but basically to get you know get some of these legends you know these these kind of top air show air race competition guys um, that aren't necessarily competing anymore or are not competing anymore, but kind of getting, getting a thing together where, you know, they can compete a couple times a year or two, three times a year against each other and, and televise it essentially. Right. Where. Yeah. You know, so like watch even this like, thing. So we were talking, we'd pick say the Northeast region. Cause I live here. We'll pick the South. I mean the, uh, West coast region. Is that the region you're in? Southwest region. So Southwest, Northeast and Southeast. Those are, those are good. And, um, we got to give one to the mid America guys. Um, yeah. yeah. So there before pick whatever are the competitions that are the biggest in that region. And you'd have to like, I mean, ideally it'd be cool to get like, say like Goulian champ, like people that aren't competing anymore that competed in the past that can still fly. Yeah. So you get like Chambliss, Goulian, Wagstaff, like three people, right? Yeah. And they commit to, you know, these four contests and it wouldn't be flying unlimited or advanced. It would just be like some cool structure of, you know, looping and rolling figures that, you know, just simple stuff that, that they really wouldn't have to practice. Maybe like and, intermediate level or something like that to where, yeah, you, you know. Yeah. And like put like maybe like, you know, it'd be like judge arresty slash four minute free. So there'd be, you judge the, the arresty figures and come up with some type of structure for the four, for the two minute free, whatever. But the idea would be like, I think that like you and I were talking 
we'll go to a contest. doesn't matter because we love it. But to get that person that's never been to one, that's kind of like borderline wanting to go. If somebody was there that they idolized or really liked watch flying at air shows, flying competition. And I know you can't advertise in IAC competition. I get it, but that's going to have to work that out somehow. Um, or they would just be competitors and it would just be on the IAC that they're going to be there competing, right? Just like registration. Yeah. And if it gets to Facebook and gets, you know, on people's pages, then it's technically not right. That's not promoting if people are just sharing their own shit. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I think a lot of people come out and see them and, and watch them fly. I, I really do. And I think they'd be cool. I mean, and it would also be rewarding to a lot of like uh, competitors that missed that error that, that, really appreciated it. Um, you know me, and I think there's a lot more of people that share my, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How much I like that era. I would love to see some of them fly a not, air, not so much air shows. I would love to see them fly a resty. Um, cause it's just such limited amount of video of, of that type of flying. Well, and let's um, be real too. Be cool. Like I think, I think we just want to see them fly. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. Like that, like when, like for for example, like when Gulian posts a video of him just like going through a maneuver or something like that, you're just like Jesus Christ! Like this, it's yeah, it's replay, replay, nearly replay. perfect, yeah, replay. <laughs> so, so yeah, and like like Patty, like when she posts a video, like oh, I'm just doing this one random thing, or like you're like, I want more, I want more, yeah. and I would love to see. It would just be so much fun. It'd be so much fun to watch that. Yeah, I told you that they were doing the uh, thing up here with Holland with Rob. With Bobby Holland and Bobby Holly uh, Gullian, Bobby Holly, um, <laughs> to compete in sportsmen in a decathlon, they would you know fly the same airplane and compete in, and it got rained out or something. But there was so much, and this is somewhat Dude, of a long time ago, and there was so much hype. That'd be so sick. Yeah, when when I heard uh, Rob was going to potentially fly a Great Lakes in sportsman at uh, at the Acrofest, uh, you would have dri- you would have driven. I couldn't make it. I, there was something I had that week and he, he, he's like, dude, you should come down. I'm like, I, I forgot what I had. It was some, some bullshit. Um, but. Oh, you're like really close friends with him now. Oh, <laughs> certainly not. Uh, but it, yeah. it's cool. Like I'll get a text from him. Like hell, like our last recording is like, Hey man, I'm, I'm down here. If you want to come down and record, I'm like, uh, can't come down, but, um, I'd love to record again. I mean, let's uh, face it. Everybody wants to, wants to be your friend. You're awesome. Right. I don't know about, I, I think everybody wants to be Rob Holland's friend. Yeah. <laughs> flip that around i don't know if anybody bobby wants holly. to be my friend bobby holly yeah yeah we no, asked uh, that question but we didn't really get a straight answer i don't i hope i'm not pissing him off by saying it um same i mean we mean it we I, mean it with all due respect yeah with all due respect with all, with all due respect <laughs> but i like the name bobby like bobby i think it's i, I like it bobby, bobby holland Hull. Maybe when he has a yeah. kid someday, he'll he'll name him, you know, Bobby. And now he's gonna name him Mark. Oh, okay. Mark, I like it. Mark Jr. <laughs> I, I'll sign off on that. Mark Jr. Mark Jr. <laughs> hey, did uh, they make GoPros? Hey. Um, hey. Did they make did they make Would GoPros you eat the moon? <laughs> did they make go <sighs> fucking hey, I can't. <laughs> Do they make GoPros that you can put on your airplane um, that transmit back to the ground? Like, what's the deal? How do you, because I'm thinking, so my wife had some of her girlfriends over uh, during the 
like late summer and they bought this like thing on Amazon. It was a blow up screen, not a blow up doll. Oh man, <laughs> I've never been so excited to hear the finish, the rest of that sentence. And I've just, so they bought I've this been let this. down. People are like, all of a sudden, like they're, can you imagine the, the viewers? Imagine we're going to see this. Yeah. No, but just imagine the person like, who's like, who's never listened to us before. It's like, and he's like, with his family, like they're in Nebraska hanging out. I was like, oh, cool aviation podcast. I'm cool. And then all of a sudden it's on speaker, their daughter or son walks in, who's like 12. And we're like, yeah, and you get the blow up doll. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or the guy, the guy's like listening to this in his office and like, he like yeah. turns it up and then he's here's like, honey, like uh, dinner's ready. And he's like, shut up. I'll be there in a minute. It's getting yeah. juicy. Cock shit. Like, just- Fuck balls. <laughs> So anyway, she bought this, uh, they bought this blow up screen, um, and a projector and they were watching like a movie, um, whatever it was like sleepless in Seattle or some crap. So what I'm thinking is, I wonder if say you're sleepless at some random in Seattle, love that movie, by the way. So it's a great a movie, but chick, love chick flicks. It's a great movie, but that thing, that movie's like 30 years old. Yeah, dude, they, they, right. they don't make movies like they used to. That I'm is true. Like, You've got mail. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. Meg Ryan. Love Tom Hanks. I love Meg Ryan. I used to have the biggest crush on her too. Right? She's just got that like very unique looking. She's hot. You know. Mm. I love 90s movies. Like uh, 80s and 90s movies. I'm I'm, I'm all about it. I guess that's our generation. Weird Science. Caddyshack. Animal Animal House was uh, 70s, right? Caddyshack. All the National Lampoons. Gunga. Lagunga. Revenge of the Nerds. Benjamin, oh my god, dude, Ferris Bueller, that's Love all it. good shit, man. So I, you're saying go, they got a, go. they got a, they got a uh, projector? Yeah, sorry. So they got a projector, and what? So can do they make either a GoPro? Like, what would it take to be at a contest and for me to have, say, my camera on whatever mount and have it projected as a live feed? And then it's very easy to project that image onto this blow up screen. This blow so, up doll. This blow <laughs> <laughs> This just got way hotter. This is how we yeah. get people to sign up. You know, you, you put the yeah. you put the you get a giant blow up doll and you put the live feed right on the chick's ass. I'm gonna get uh, a big blow right up doll and just deck it out in like um t- whoever like I'm just going to deck it out in, in what Rob Holland would wear and stick it in my hanger, you know, clothes, not naked, obviously, you know, maybe no underwear, but I put pants on it, shirt, okay. hat. And then I'd feel like, you know, some fucking awesome competition air show guy was, you know, hanging out with me. Cause a, obviously a collared, I guess I don't. Collared IAC shirt tucked into jeans yeah. with a hat. belt on. I'd have to, I don't know if they make a goatee one, but I'd get like a Sharpie and just, you, could you know, do Sharpie, this goatee. Yeah. That's not, and I'll tell you right now, that's not a problem. To make a good no, team. it's not. That's that's yeah. That's, that's I easy. just gotta find out. I mean, we're gonna get really creepy here. Maybe I'll find out what his uh deodorant is, put some deodorant <laughs> on there, and then I'll get like I'll ask him to say, like, I'll just pretend like I'm just doing something, whatever. I'm like, hey, could you just say the sentence for me? And I'll just voice record and just have that on like Jeff's awesome. Yeah, Jeff's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and gosh darn oh, it, God. people like me. Um, yeah, we just lost all our view. We're back down to like a hundred, <laughs> uh, to go back. So going back to your question, um, 
the GoPro nine, the Hero Nine. I think the Hero Eight will too, but the Hero Nine will live stream. There Did is you a live ever stream think mode. that we would be talking about blow up dolls and dressing them up like Rob Holland. <sighs> no, right? No, that's where we've come. No, <laughs> no. In fact, I was just you know, thinking. I'm like, here I am talking about this. Like, I am such a fucking ass. Well, it's so funny because, um, you know, when I first did, when I first had Rob Holland on, I, you were right. I was super nervous and I'm sure it came oh, off. You gotta, did you just listen um, to it again? No, but like I listened when to we were, it the other week and I was like, I was laughing cause it was so, it was adorable. Like <laughs> you could tell so like, you were trying so hard. You were trying so hard to give a proper interview, but <laughs> you, were like, you were like, so, um, yeah. Uh, oh God! Did I really sound like that? <laughs> yeah, it was hysterical, oh. dude. It was great. It was. I'm gonna delete. I'm to gonna have to delete the first ten episodes from this podcast. You as might soon as we cringe, get enough. but honestly, from my perspective, it was fucking funny as shit. Like I loved it. But you're right. you're gonna cringe. Like if it was me, I'd be like, oh, I want to fucking just murder myself right now. Yeah, but I may not. I was, may not uh, listen to it. it. Was, don't listen to it, actually. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think I'm going to. We probably got, who are our main viewers here? We got Luke and um, what's another viewer? <laughs> Dave Prather. Uh, Dave Prather, um, yeah. Um, Paul Philipson. So Paul? just message us and uh, let us know what you thought of that interview that Mark gave to Rob Please back don't. in the day. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want to cry. Um, I don't want, yeah. No, but it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, when we were talking on the second one, uh, the second interview, you mentioned that, and I definitely was. Um, oh my god! But, and he uh, knew it too. We asked him, and he just started laughing. Yeah, he laughed. <laughs> he knew. Um, and what sucks is that the second one, obviously from from a comfortability standpoint, went way better, and we lost it, lost the freaking audio. Yeah. But um, so no, um, when I when I set out for this podcast, and like when Rob reached out, I'm like, holy shit, I'm gonna interview Rob Holland. I'd, it never occurred to me that we w- would then be talking about, you know, we got to find out what his deodorant is to put it on a blow up doll dressed like him. Yeah. But yeah. here we are. Here we are. That's the thing is that's, <laughs> that's the thing about fame, everybody, you know, cause we're, like I said, we're, we're getting real close to the top 25, uh, on a uh, aviation podcast here real soon. I mean, Oh my God. Within the next month we'll easily be top 25, if not even better. So we're getting real. I mean, Getting we're a lot of calls. Real deal. We're getting, we got to actually like, yeah, do this right. I mean, yeah. I, we don't know what we're doing. Do you, I mean, <laughs> maybe people will be getting blow up dolls of us. Oh my God. I, how complimented would you be if you're, if you got an email and you're like, hi, Mr. Pollard. Um, don't just, first of all, asking, if they're, for, asking for a friend, what deodorant do you use? <laughs> <laughs> if they call me Mr. Pollard, I'm not going to be flattered. But if it's like some chick named Mercedes and it's like, Hey, some chick named Mercedes. Hey, I'm a chick named Mercedes. <laughs> Tell me what clothes also, you wear because like, I got a blow up doll. That's your jam. Like, well, they're pretty fucking sweet. I think we just blew all of our chances of ever having a female on the show. We're not. We're not chauvinists. I promise. We're just trying to make no. a joke. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's good times. Anyway, back to our. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Our, uh, so, our topic. <laughs> you asked about GoPro's live stream. So they can live stream um, to like your phone. So it would be predicated on your phone getting service in the airplane, which at the levels they would be flying at probably wouldn't be a problem. Dep- you know, it depends on where, where you're flying, I guess. But, um, you know, is to there really do this right. Else? 
Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like we we have got to get Pablo on to talk about this stuff because he would know more about like the onboard telemetry used for Red Bull and what ca- onboard cameras they used to to transmit. I mean, that, that's probably some real serious shit because they had their production value was really, really good. But um, the short answer is it can be done with a GoPro, but um, and there might be better ways to do it with a GoPro than just like having your cell phone paired to it. Maybe you get like a, you know, maybe there's better mobile hotspots that have a better cell signal that you can strap into the airplane and, and yeah. use that as a live stream. But um, it might require some, some better production value. Um, so maybe to do it, right? it doesn't seem like it's going to work. Maybe the best thing to do then is, you know, even like whatever GoPro or camera you're using, um, once you, you'd have one person or two people dedicated at that contest, um, to set up with the camera or make an agreement with, cause like if I go to a contest, I have my own camera I can bring just like anybody else. Right. Yeah. Um, and you could just say like, Hey, if you're cool with it, um, you know, join, you know, if you want to join the, uh, virtual of this, whatever, um, once you land, I'll be by your airplane. I'm going to take your SIM card and I'm going to upload it right away to uh, Facebook live or whatever. And I'm going to, you know, download the footage and give you back your card and as soon as like, you know, they'll just keep on uploading everybody's flights as they, yeah. uh, you know, that could be cool. And they could even play it at the contest because it'd be cool to see like, you know, if I flew or like if somebody flew and um, their footage, you know, gave the footage and then they started playing it on a projector. Like I'd go watch it. That'd be fun. Oh, it'd be super fun. You know, I agree. Um, so I think that's a real that's a realistic idea that can that could be a really cool addition to a contest right i'm beginning to see a theme between you and i and that is that i think we are legit super fans you know what i mean super fans yeah yeah like nothing's nothing's gonna change (laughs) no like we we really are craving to see more things i think a lot of people would agree dude um i think think 2020 was such a kick in the balls you know like but in a good way well good though because it's going to make know, people try to readjust and like, we're, like this, the topics like these are, are it's, it's a warranted conversation, you know, to try to get, yeah. to try to think outside but the box. 2020, I think, I really think it, the one thing that we could take away from it in a, in a positive light is that like, can you imagine like if you didn't drink wine for six months, not even a year, if you didn't drink how six, dare you? how dare right? you? How like how, why say how excited to me? how excited would you be to drink wine again? Very, right. So Very. like maybe this was a necessary break for certain groups or just the 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 club in general to like let people you know reignite the flame um, yeah. to want to go to contests. You know, not yeah. necessarily fly aerobatics because you could still fly aerobatics. But like, you know, because I think some people got in a routine is like, oh, it's July. I got to go to the contest. I've been going to this contest for 20 or 15 years. So now it's like, oh, man, I really do miss it. Like, I do want to go. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's something that, you know, is a good thing. And, you know, it's going to get people talking. But yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm going to propose that to the local club. That's I think it's super cool. Do you think yeah, not, so how many how many competitions on a on a on a normal year how many competitions are in a radius near you that you would consider flying to not that you have done all of them but that if you wanted to do all of them like i don't know what the radius would be let's say it's 
I don't know, 250 mile radius. I don't, I don't know. Um, but like, so, or at least that your chapter puts on. Um, so I'm not really, it's tough for me because I'm on Long Island. So I'm, there's two chapters. There's 52 slash 58. That's like a Jersey PA chapter. Okay. So that's about an hour flight or a three hour drive. And then there's a Vermont one that's in New Hampshire based. And that's about an hour, a little over an hour flight and um or a three hour drive so like nothing's really close to me but i do support you know chapter 35 um just i don't know why i mean that it's just um you have to join a club so i joined it sure um so the contest that i'll just tell you which contest we have we have um the green mountain contest um in hartness state that's in vermont it's a really cool contest um and it's a I would say it's a decently marked box. It's, you know, it's a very mountainous area. So it's just a terrain um, that is at the airport. They have it doesn't allow for all the markers, but they have the front markers and the middle markers, which um, is good. Then there is a contest um, in Wildwoods that I haven't been to in a couple of years, but that is a great contest. You told me about that, um, I think. Yeah. Really great contest. Um, from what I remember, it's a fully marked box. Um and yeah, really, that's IAC chapter 58. Then there's 52. They just, I think they're moving their contest to a different area in Jersey. Where they're having it, it's a little bit screwy because they're in the Bravo um, by, you know, the trifecta of JFK, LaGuardia, and Newark. Sure. But they just moved it to this other airport that they had a practice day, I believe, and it went really well. Um, I didn't go, I went one year to their contest. They had it at this one airport in Jersey. And um, and, and I really appreciate everything they, anybody does to put on a contest. I, I can only imagine the amount of work I've never done it. And I think it's one of those things that unless you do, you don't know how much work it is, but, um, just from my standpoint, um, just the, the airport that it was at with the runway was really shitty. The box wasn't marked at all. I think they had a center marker, um, mm. and they did the best they can. And, and I really wholeheartedly appreciate that, but they're sure. moving it. So that's another contest. And then there's another one in Warrington that I've never been to. It's just, um, it's right outside the eight is in Washington. Um, and supposedly it's a really great contest. I just never ventured out there, um, to do it. Um, cause I've been doing that now I've been doing nationals, um, which is, so when I do nationals, I, I do a pre-nationals camp and then I do nationals. So that's two weeks, if not a little bit more right there. And then, um, I try to get in at least one contest. Um, and then the rest of it's just, you know, me training locally or going to a practice day or having a camp somewhere. Yeah. Um, you're a little bit, you're like, you're, I mean, obviously anybody that's on a team is a special case and probably, um, well, maybe not. So even if you weren't on, on the advanced team, if you were flying advanced or unlimited, uh, I, th I mean, everybody here or at least the competitions i've seen put on i mean they're always a full boat contest have you have you seen it where that maybe there's only one or two entrants to advance and limited and they just don't hold advanced or unlimited categories for a competition yeah i mean so unlimited in the northeast has been really 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 um low numbers um mike Silberti had an issue with his airplane um that kind of screw, screwed him up a little bit yeah so he wasn't in contest um, for however long, um, there's one other unlimited guy and that guy dropped down to advance whenever we were at a contest and flew in advanced, really super guy flies a, uh, a Giles. And for the most part advanced in the Northeast, you're always going to have at least two people there. 
uh, no more than five um, from my experience. And um, that's the frustrating thing because, you know, it's most of the time when I go to the contest now, it's really just to get the experience of getting in the mindset of being at a competition and flying in somewhat of an unfamiliar territory in front of judges and, you know, just being in the order of flight and, and the contest environment. Um, that's really why, you know, if I do good, um, I'm really happy. Um, but it's not really the, the main point of me going there is, is really psychological, um, which may sound dumb, but, um, you can't replicate that, you know, no matter how hard you try, um, practice days come close, you know, the practice days come close, but, um, you know, contests is, is really important to get experience and, and going. Um, that's why it's like a lot of people don't go because they're afraid of what people think or if they're not ready, but just go, go. Yeah. You know, but back to this GoPro, cause I really want to pick your brain on GoPros cause Let's I'm about to start flying a little more. I got a GoPro session from Santa. Sweet. Really pumped. And I can't wait so, to see what I, I, I will tell you as a fan, I want to see more of your flying done. So I can't Hundo, wait. As the uh, millennials in my store say, Hundo P, 100%. <laughs> Hundo P? All Hundo right, P. well, I'm officially old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today marks the day. Do you know, like, you know, total sidebar, when, you know, like when you're like, hey, call me, and you give like the hand signal where it's like the pinky and the thumb, and you like wiggle it a little bit, yeah. they have no idea what that means. Because they're used, they all they have is tablets. So they do like, they pretend... Their idea of like when they go to somebody and they're like, hey, call me, they take their hand and they make like a C with all their fingers and their thumb and they wiggle that. How old does that make you feel right now? Boy. And it's tough for me, too, because it's, like I've, that's a subtle I've thing. Told too. This, yeah, like, I've told the story a lot, but like I so I, you know, in the stores there for the most part, everybody's 23 or 25 and under that that work in the coffee shops. And I have a blast. Like I love, you know, working there with them sometimes and, and just hanging out and, you know, we have a really good staff, but it's really tough because I'll come home and it'll be like Friday night and my wife will be like, Oh, we're going out to dinner with so-and-so. I'll be like, ah, right, cool. And like, I'll, you know, it's not a fancy place, so I'm not going to get super dressed up. Um, so I'll put on like a collared shirt or, you know, somewhat nice. I'll, I'll try to dress. I'm just not a fancy dude. So we'll get there and the guy will be like in a jacket and I'll, I just feel like I'm with my dad because, and he's my <laughs> age too. He's in my age. So like four hours ago I was talking about like, you know, whatever new emo band was coming out and, and you know, this guy got like a new sleeve tattoo and you know, so-and-so got these sneak, you know, these whatever Yeezys and this and that. And this guy's like, so uh, stock market's killing it. Right. It's like, what? <laughs> Somebody was just showing me a flaming skull tattoo. Like, and you're talking about Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I know, dude. So I just, and my wife, and I just like, for me, like, I love it. And I just laugh. Cause it's just like, I just, you know, I see people that are my age and I, you know, like when you like, you like body dysmorphia, I guess you call it. And I go to my wife and I'm just like, do I, do I look that, like, I know I don't look like that guy, but like, when you look at me, do I look old? Like, am I, do I look like a 34 year old or people listening that are like 50 out there? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like, you know, like relatively speaking, like, I feel like I'm like 21. Like, and I have to like, you know, just get out of that mindset of, you know, um, 
talking about skate. <laughs> I feel so ridiculous even saying it. No, I know. What you, I totally know what you mean, dude. Like, you know, it's um, like when my, you get my a wife's young, like first officer in the airplane and and you're just hanging out with them for X amount of hours. Like, don't you, you just you feel like all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got to act like an adult. Well, so so luckily I am a first officer, so I, I get to still be the I get to still act young with my, oh, cool. my worry that I'm. Um, I think about this a lot too, because my wife gives me shit all the time. She's like, you know, you, you gotta, you know, let's, you're not 25 anymore. And I'm like, you know what? But if I act like it, I'll feel like it. And you know, age is just a number, but then it's like, right. I'm 38. Holy shit. Like this is, I don't get to be like that. Not like young and hip. people that say like, I'm not young and hip anymore. You were never young and hip. <laughs> Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yo. They're like, it's like, oh man, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm straight up an adult. And uh, so I know it sucks. I'll give you, I hate I'll saying give you that. a perfect example. I'll give you a perfect example. This has nothing to do with flying, but, um, at my kids, we were dropping my kids off at the preschool and, you know, my wife, you know, knows some people there are like kids in our class. So you like end up like kind of shooting the shit with parents here and there. And I remember one day my wife and I were like, oh, let's go pick up Matilda together. I'm like, okay. So we, we drive up and we at the time had a Honda Accord and, uh, you know, we're walking by and like these, these two guys, these two dads, just total dads. They, they're, they both had gray Honda Odysseys, minivans. Did okay. They tuck, and they tucked in shirt, tucked in shirt, tucked in shirt to shorts. Okay. Oh, so, so you, already I'm, I'm, I'm blood red. Keep driving. I'm, I'm I leave, yeah. I was like, just leave your kid. Like, fuck my kid. Her. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So the, and they park next <laughs> to each other. Hyperventilating. Oh, my wife, my wife can see me. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. And uh, so and then we walk by and I hear them and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm you know, you, you got like a snapback cap, like a hat, Oakley's, you know, you haven't shaved in like four shorts, flops, you know, some type of like, that's, you know, skateboarding tee. Right. That's pretty. That's pretty. I'm wearing RBCA right now with shorts. Knew it. And Fucking I'm wearing knew it vans yeah that's pretty much how i roll yeah. like casual yeah, if i'm casual that's how i roll um and we walk by and these guys are talking to each other with their with, they're standing outside their kids are playing and they're arms by their crossed. minivans their arms crossed and they're and they're yeah. like yeah yeah um yeah it was really nice you know i vacuumed, I vacuumed out the uh the minivan and i, I put this really oh. really nice uh interior protectant you know down on the um on the seats and Man, it's just been working out really nice, and uh, you know, I I have to vacuum it, but uh, I don't have to clean that it as much. That makes me want to just... like fly over to house and just do snap rolls all day just to piss them off. Like, Dude, rawr, rawr, rawr. I was bummed. <laughs> I was bummed at what I witnessed for like two days. My wife's like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Fine, here it comes." We walked by is. those two fucking assholes, you know, when we were picking up the kids from our preschool and they were talking Armor about all in their fucking tires. <laughs> yeah. Like talking about interior protecting their stupid minivans with their tucked in shirts. Like, and, and she's like, well, why does that bother you so much? I'm like, this is, this is like why you have to I try to be people. a dad. Yeah. Like, like you have to like, try to look like that. Nobody wants to talk like that. Like, why are you guys doing that? Are you, are you putting on a mm. show? Like, are you trolling me? Like, did you see me and know that I hate that shit? And you're like, I'm going to, let's fucking troll this guy. Like, yeah, and I they always wear those sunglasses from like 7-Eleven that are five bucks, right? They're, they're and they're like dark. narrow, but they like mold to your head. Yeah. And, and there's, and the, the lenses are super smudged. I'm like, you can't see out of those fucking things. Wipe it with your shirt. Oh my God. Totally. Be, you know, but it's like. And they that, all look like Peyton Manning, right? All these fucks <laughs> look like Peyton Manning, right? <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Yeah, all exactly. No, and uh, dude, it's stuff like that where I'm like, man, 
you know, just when my wife's like, you know, you can, you can tone it down a little bit and, and act your age. Cause I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm immature, but I'm, I mean, look at this podcast. It's a perfect example of like, you know, wanting to kind of not be that, that sterile, you know, fit into the box. Typical person. Yeah. But like, uh, when I see shit like that, I'm like, dude, that that's not, that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. And that shit terrifies no. me. And the fact that I'm no, like, I want to be, you guys are the same I age. Be a grandpa and have like a flat brim. I don't give a shit. Like I want to be, I don't care. I don't care. I want to I, I want to think that I'm cool. At least I know I'm not, I'm, but I want to, I want to think I am. When my kids graduate high school, <laughs> I'm going to get up on the stage. I'm going to get up on stage and, and, and like when they walk off, I'm going to be like deuces. I just throw up the piece. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like to what the it chest, is. like bump the chest. Yeah. <laughs> send it. Full yeah, send. Yeah. Full send. <laughs> yeah. No, I do that oh stuff. That stuff, that stuff bugs me. But, um, gosh, what the fuck I know, are we talking about? Cause it's like uh, GoPros. Ha- yeah. GoPros. How the hell? Anyway. Um, no, cause I, I, I genuinely like, and I don't even care. Yeah. I know we're recording and I hope people like this shit, but I, this is for me. This is personal that I need to know this stuff. Cause I don't know a lot about GoPro. So right no, now, this will be I super have, interesting because we get the, yeah. this topic gets brought up a lot. And obviously it's part and parcel to like me wanting more content. I think everybody wants to watch more content. Like everybody wants to watch flying. Like this is how we, especially in this age, this talk about getting older and not understanding shit. Like this is the new generation's way of paying yeah. attention to shit. Right. So yeah, yeah let's talk Hundo about P. it. Hundo P. Hundo P. <laughs> I want to start saying that. My wife's going to be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? The one thing that like that slips out sometimes it's happened twice where I've said things are lit and, and it's yes. happened twice and my wife was there and I didn't mean to say it. And even as it was coming out, I'm like, oh, I know oh, I can't crap. say that. And then she's like, who do you think you are? And I'm like, <laughs> relax, relax. Yes. Yes. I said something. I'm like, ah, oh, it's lit. And I was like, oh, gonna oh she's just gonna eat up on this right now oh dude see but that's you know what uh that this is why it's there's so many reasons why it's fun being married but like that's one of those things where like you know it's like you just see the look in their eyes and they're just like shit they're gonna have a field day with this one like she's got field day yeah total field day yeah oh my god so um i have a hero i got a um a hero four a plus i believe or hero three one of the pluses um, well, I had, you mean the session? No, no. Well, I have, I have the session five, the one you told me to get. Okay. And then I also have a hero four. Okay. And then I have the GoPro fusion, right? Okay. I forget. Yeah. So those are the three I have. I tried the GoPro fusion, but I tried to do like an inside mount on the extra, but it just doesn't, there's not enough room and the canopy comes up too high to where you have to mount it. Too big, right? Yeah. And I was gonna put Sell on, the thing on eBay. To, okay, cool. So Sell if anyone wants it, I'll give it to you cheap. Just message, subscribe first. Get us ten subscribers, and I'll give it to you for free. <laughs> um, dude, just do, dude, just throw it up, throw up a giveaway, a giveaway on the uh, yeah on the Instagram. Oh my god! Yeah, throw let's it up figure on, out. We gotta yeah, but we gotta get something. Okay. We gotta like let's, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll like talk and about subscribe. That. You know, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, dump the fusion because so like, that was their that was like their first three sixty thing. It's way too complex to stitch the videos together. Like dump that thing. Yeah, you have to have like two SD cards and like all yeah. sort of crap. Yeah, gone. So then yeah. I used for the most like the video I posted that was the Hero Four and that's mounted to a cross brace inside the uh, cockpit behind my head in the extra. 
Yeah. And that was giving me a good, good feed. And then I saw on the French team, uh, Dijon Voltage, my, uh, what's, uh, my friend's name. Oh my gosh. Um, Oh, Vincent Andre, he put his, uh, GoPro on top of the, so he put a, a sticky mount on top of the rudder cause it's flat on the SC on the extras, yeah. um, except for the LT, I believe. Um, and maybe even the NG, I'm not sure, but the NG is not sticky. Flat, yeah. Um, sticky mount on top and then the GoPro. And I'm like, cause my biggest fear with GoPros is if I've mounted in front of the canopy or some type of inboard thing, I'm just, I have a really big fear of it falling off and hitting the airplane somehow. And if it damaged my airplane, I would, I wouldn't mean, it's not about being mad. I would just be like so upset if that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's like my biggest fear um, with that. So the only mounts I've done really are the top of the rudder and behind my head. And then I also put a sticky mount on the, on a blank spot on the panel looking okay. back. So you'd see my head and a little bit behind me. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm at. Where do I need to? Oh, and then so I got the GoPro session, and I mount. I put. I have a legit picture, but it's mounted on the side of my bonehead helmet. I haven't used yeah. it yet. Yeah. But um, that's so. That's what I got going. So now tell me all your voodoo and what you th- where you think I should mount and do. Okay. Um, I would. So I'll tell you what cameras you should have. I'll start there as far as like what you should have in your arsenal. And then, well, let me ask you this. What do you want? The, so obviously you, you want to be able to film your flying. Um, do you want to get useful critique out of your flying or are you just like want to get go back and watch it and, and then be able to post stuff? So, yeah. So what do you want to do with the GoPros? Are, are you really looking to get uh, are you looking to have somebody like Rob or somebody critique flying remotely? Yeah, so that's I didn't even think of that to be honest. Um, I I have such a little experience using these things, but that's a great idea to do. Um, but you know, it's really is critiquing and self enjoyment, I guess. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'll post. I mean, I just don't. I get like really weird about posting stuff, and it's not has nothing to do with if I'm flying shitty and people. I I really would have no issue. Like I've I've even proved it in the past with getting not criticized, but, um, constructive criticism or whatever. I don't care. Like you can say what you want. It's more so like, I don't want to come off like braggy or, um, cocky or anything like that. Like, I don't want to post stuff to be like, Hey, look at me or whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. So that's like where I get touchy feel with posts and shit. Um, cause I would post more. I really would. I just don't want to, I'm really like, I guess, hypercritical of getting that, uh, reputation. I just don't, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but yeah, so the top of the rudder I like, but anytime you, you move the rudder or whether it's like a hammerhead or a flick or a spin, um, obviously the, you know, it, it throws off the image. Um, but I do like the way it looks during certain figures. So, um, that's what I really want to answer your question. What I really kind of want to see through the GoPro is, more more looking at the wing like the left that's why i mounted it to my helmet okay so from the from inboard out yeah to be able to basically see what you look at as reference when you're flying i mean with reference to the sighting device and stuff yeah 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 that's that's for helmet cam like that's that's kind of where you want it like um i i i've mounted and i don't have a i was actually thinking about going back to doing some sort of a helmet cam um but i i 
for a while, I was mounted to the left side of the helmet. And then actually for a while, and I think this is where Rob has his, is right above the forehead on the center. Kind of like where if you put the visor up on the normal boneheads, like where the nose cutout of the visor is, right? If if the visor's all the way back on the stop, where that nose cutout is, there's a little bit of room right on the front of the helmet um, gotcha. to where like if you wanted to put your your goggles on, you got to lift lift the, go- the 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 goggles and then, you know, kind of off the helmet and pull it beyond that um, that mount to then put your goggle or you know, put the, the uh, visor down and then you got to put the helmet on. I'm sorry, the, the camera on top of it. If that makes sense, because it's right. It'd be right on top of your forehead, like for, like uh, forward, not on top of the helmet on the very top, but forward, almost on the lip of the helmet. And then if you mount it correctly, you get this really good almost eye view of what you're looking at. I mean, you get pretty much the same view mounted on the left side of the helmet, too. OK, so I'll try but, that. Have you ever yeah. mounted in front of the uh, like by the gas caps and the extra the uh, fuselage? Yeah, so uh I, uh, one mount that I will recommend is the in-flight cam, uh, screw mount. Uh, they have like this, it's like the, the, both Mache and I have the same mount uh, on the left wing. Yeah. It's, it's a great, it's a phenomenal mount, absolutely phenomenal mount. And, um, basically just a 1032 screw, which this airplane just has them everywhere. Um, you know, you just screw this little thing on and then you just, you mount the mount to this little plug. Um, and it's got like a rubber backing, so it won't scratch paint, but it's great. Um, and I've got one permanently affixed to the left wing and then I have one on the tail and then I have like a spare that I can stick somewhere. So I did actually mount it, um, in front of the, um, so there'd be the smoke cap on your, I'm sorry, the, uh, the acro tank cap on yours, the smoke tank on mine where like, you know, the, the cowl, uh, I just took a cowl screw off and mounted it right there. That's right in front of the, uh, the cap and it, that provides a great, great view. And why I say, why I asked in the beginning, like what you wanted to do is, uh, cause I wanted to see how many GoPros to recommend you, <laughs> but obviously the session, <laughs> the session is like the, the, it, that's like the ultimate, um, helmet cam. Like you have to have yeah, that helmet. I'm excited you have to, to have that camera it. for a helmet. Yeah. It's, it's great for a helmet cam. Um, I, I don't know. I might try the hero nine as a helmet camera. It's just a little bit bigger, you know, so it kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, where but, would you say is not a good place to mount the camera? You know, I've, I've tried mounting it a bunch of different places. Uh, you know, the sticky mount on the tail is the rudder is hard because I worry about now there. I, I wouldn't worry about like vibration uh, resonance or anything like that. But I do worry kind of about about balance and, and the tail and it shouldn't be that sensitive, but maybe throwing off some balance on the tail by having a camera on there. I mean, it's not heavy. Gotcha. Um, and then let's see. But that being said, I would mount one on the tail. Um, It's hard to say, like, don't mount it here. Uh, There's obvious places like, you know, don't mount it on like on the glass of the can or something like that. Like, yeah, but like it's hard to get a bad image from a GoPro if it's mounted in a normal somewhat of a normal area. Like you mounted it on your tail spring on it on the tail wheel looking for it. It wasn't even on the tail. It it was it's actually on the um, it's a screw on the. um, um. which call oh, the, the inspection the, panel? Yeah, the inspection panel. So it's on like the bottom aft screw, um, right below the rudder cable, and it, it works out perfectly. So the rudder cable doesn't touch it, um, and it sits right there. And that's a great angle. That provides a great angle. Yeah, that's you know, badass. There, 
you can't really go wrong. Mount if if there's a screw somewhere, you can't really go wrong as long as it doesn't interfere with anything. I would yeah. um, for a long time. I mean, for years, I would use suction cups inside the canopy, and I got away from that. I had one come off, and it didn't hit me or anything. But I'm like, you know, I, I don't want this to be. Even if I'm like, if I'm solo, the suction cup come off and go into the front seat, and then wreak havoc in there. It's like if the if the camera comes off and you don't and you can't get it, you're done, right? Like you're you're you got to go back. Mm-hmm. So um and then in worse, I mean, especially like you know, the G's you're flying, you know, the the higher the G loading, the more that thing's going to weigh when it hits you and the more pressure it puts on the mounts and stuff like that inside. So like um yeah. whatever you do, I I stray away from a this is for everybody out there listening to, stray away from a suction cup mount inside. Um, there was a mount that I think Goulian posted it, and I've seen other guys do it in there. It, the only I know it from what it looks like in an SC, but I don't know if you can do it in other airplanes. But it's um, inside the cockpit. On I've, I'm guessing it's well, I don't want to say exactly because I don't want to get in anybody in trouble. But basically, all you see is the pilot, the stick, and the you know, and the feet, their feet yeah. moving, and all that stuff. Which is um, it's a really cool. Um, I guess that would help with critique as you could see, you know, maybe you're adding a little aileron in the snap or in the pitch of this or, you know, or not enough pedal or, come, you know, something like certain things like that where you can sync up the GoPros. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you can do that. I mean, like, especially, you know, um, I I don't know if I told you this, but I did I did a, a, a sh- um, an episode of this Discovery Channel series. Uh, on aircraft uh, accidents and investigations. And I did, um, I helped show stall characteristics. It was in a super, or it was in a Satabria. Um, but it's super funny. It was like on, on discovery channel. And, um, so I went up and did a bunch of stalls and this is kind of why I first learned how they sync, you know, these videos up. It was, it was kind of fun to watch the production, but they, they put, you know, a camera on the wing camera on the tail camera on, uh, inside looking back and a camera in the back seat looking forward and you know basically the you know the production guy comes up is like okay they're all on and then he like literally was like okay i'm gonna count to three and then clap and that's literally how he synced the beginning of all the cameras so then he could put it together and then get you know whatever angle he wanted that oh, it was that's badass yeah so it worked out really good so um yeah uh, for a while uh, the the nice thing about and i'm not sure about the 330 sc but like I mean, the 300 and the 300L, you know, the, the fuselage tubing, all that is, is, is a place to mount a GoPro. Like there's the, um, I'll send you the link, uh, when we get off the podcast to the, uh, uh, the seat post mount, but it's basically like, you know, think about a, a mount that you would put on a, uh, like if you wanted to mount a GoPro to your seat on a bicycle. Right. Um, so like you can mount that anywhere, you know, and like the tubing, there's tubing all over the uh the, yeah. the extra 300 so like the like the hand you know like the 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 diagonal bars that like are, are kind of that that brace into the panel that are like at 45 degree angles that's a great spot yep, to yep. put one and so you can kind of see the stick movement especially if you you know um going back like you don't have any of the real wide angle gopros like the hero 9 with the max lens mod gives like almost i think it's 150 degrees field of view so like oh my you God. mount that in the cockpit you're seeing everything you know, and um, I don't know if I sent you the picture of the one behind my head. Um, you can compare and contrast the difference between the, the video you posted and mine. Like you can almost see my wings. It's crazy 
how how wide it is even behind my head. I mean, you can almost see the wing tips in my video, both wing tips. It's a huge field of view. And so you can mount some of these cameras somewhere and really get the full picture where to where you almost don't even need, um, you know, like a 360 cam anymore. That's kind of why I say dip, dump the fusion. Like um, it's such a big camera and you can mount these cameras in certain ways that you can really get the same field of view. Like, for instance, on top of your panel, if you mounted it, if you mounted the camera pointed in between you and the wingtip, the left wingtip, you would get the left wingtip and you and you could see everything you're doing in one shot. Um, But if you wanted to sync them up, you know, like helmet camera, camera behind you and then like maybe one on the left wingtip looking in like that's those are that's three really good angles to see kind of what you're doing. And you do that like when you go flying, do you because I have one of the cameras came with a uh, remote record thing. It was like a separate little thingy. But yeah. do you do it through your phone? Um. So up until the Hero 9, yes, I did. I would do it on my phone and it was hit or miss. Like, you know, you have to turn them on. You have to make sure that the Wi-Fi was connected and all that stuff. And then sometimes like you get yeah. in and get strapped in, you're taxing out and you're like, and it's, you look at your phone to start recording and it's like uh GoPro not found. And you're just like, fuck. Like, I guess I'm not getting that shot. You know, I'm not turning that camera on uh, today. It's gotten better. But now with the Hero 9, with the battery life being what it is, you can mount them, especially like the way you fly. You're not going up for an hour. You know, like your your blocks, you're not blocking an hour. Dude, just you can fire them up before you you strap in and you're going to have plenty of um, plenty of battery life. What kind of card? What size card do you use? I think I have one hundred and twenty eight gig cards in all my cameras and that's overkill um it depends on what resolution you're filming right, in. You but know, it's like only like 15 more dollars to get you might as well get the bigger card and not worry about memory that's that's kind of how i feel right. about it you know and that that gives you like uh i'd have to look at my cameras again i don't remember but it's like it's like two and a half hours on like 4k like uh, my one hero nine that has the max lens mod on it um i think it's like two and a half hours so you could essentially you know that's like almost a day of especially if you record right that's almost a day of of flying um recording like swapping batteries out without having to plug something in and like download the stuff and then delete it off your camera Um, so now so you the mounts i think we got pretty pretty straight um yeah the in-flight can't do i'll send you the links uh to that because that's so nice like mine um mine is just screwed into uh the screw that holds the plate for the um the nav light and the strobe light, you know how there's like that, that right. cover plate. Yeah. Um, you just screw it right in there, dude. And just, that's where it sits. That's where it lives. And it's been rock solid. It's, it's really nice. And what um, do you, do you use like fusion studio? What do you use to edit? Uh, I've used the GoPro app a few times. GoPro has, has gotten away from like the desktop, which it drives. It's my biggest pet peeve with GoPro is they've, they've, yeah. they've stopped supporting, um, GoPro studio which is like their um, desk or I'm sorry, GoPro quick, which is their desktop app. Maybe they're making something new. I don't know, but they don't have a new modernized application to edit GoPro videos on the, on the desktop. Uh, the app they've really made the app kind of their uh, on uh, mobile devices is kind of their main editing thing. And I, I just, it's not really where I like to edit. So I'll use um, iMovie on the Mac or um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it works fine. It it, it works totally fine. I'll use oh, cool. I'll still use GoPro Quick to pull videos uh, to pull um, 
stuff off my camera, but you don't have to. It's 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 not necessary. You can pull yeah. it off using, you know, any any you can use iPhoto to pull them off for, you know, all intent and purpose. But yeah, I move so it right, edit. Right now, your baby is the hero nine. Then you just fucking obsessed with it, right? I'm super happy with it. Uh, you know, watching like the review videos of it. Totally, totally depends on like what you're using it to film. You know, my biggest hang up with the Hero 8 and the 7 were the battery life. It was about, you know, f- the way I film, it was about 56 minutes from 100% battery life to shutdown. And so if I wanted, an, if I'm filming an hour lesson with somebody or I'm just blocking, you know, I want the take, I want the take, the startup to shut down, right? Um, of an hour block. I'd have to make sure that the battery was charged 100%. I'd have to charge it, you know, like plug it in to make sure, even if it was 99%, I'm like, shit, that's another, you know, minute and a half or two minutes or three minutes of, uh, you know, that it won't record. Yeah. And so you gotta make sure it's a temperature. So can you imagine being in like 40, 50 degrees? Well, and that's another thing is, um, I, I don't fly where it's cold enough to have real problems with the hero, but I've, I've heard of like extreme cold weather issues with the hero nine. Um, but I think the software update just, just, just fixed that. But, but yeah, like um, the nine is great for it. it it's a, it's phenomenal for uh, an aviation camera because you get about an hour and a half now and you can even lengthen that out if you want to, you know, kind of record in a lower, lower resolution setting. But um, man, it's been they've been rock solid. I have three of them awesome. and they're they're freaking awesome. Um, s- super cool happy to get them to sponsor the show. We give like a GoPro. We should contact them. I mean, we already uh, we are a number 32 podcast in the country right now. That's it. Don't they know who we are? <laughs> yeah, I, I would oh I would look into that. Uh, that would be a good idea. We've got to start reaching out to some of these places and be like, hey, man, you need to spark, sponsor the podcast. Yeah. Give me all we the some exciting. We should give a little uh, tidbit. What do you call it? A little uh, info on who we're getting up, who's on deck. Let's do it. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, I'll go to the first one. We have two people on deck. Um, one of them, I think our guest, I think our guest, I think our uh, audience kind of knows about Philip Steinbeck coming on the show. Yeah. Um, he's a little busy right, right now making game birds, which is the only excuse we'll allow. Um, so um, <laughs> we're thinking probably later this week, if not early next week, we'll be able to record something with him. And uh, who you got, Mark? Oh, That's my gosh. Guest. I mean, I can't lie. Yeah. Mikey G. Yeah. Getting yeah, him Mikey on. Mikey G. Who said he would come on. Yeah, and we might as well get. Um, I'll, get I'll, I'll give the third. I'll give the third. I don't give a shit. And uh, should we? No, let's hold off on the third. Let's hold off. Should we? Should we give the initials? Uh, that would give it away. Um, okay. Okay. I would say. I think we can say Christian Eagle. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. You know. Yeah. Because yeah. I can go. There's a couple different roads. Yeah. All right, cool. Maybe. Hmm. Christian that's Eagle. Enough, that's enough. Okay. I was going to get, I was, all right. <laughs> no, what were you thinking? Riddle rat. Oh, you fuck. You just fucking blew it. That's not going to get it away. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's going to get that. Listen, we're going to get all five of our listeners messaging us that we just ruined their lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and on oh, that note, God. Um, I will say, cause I'm, I'm thinking about, did, so did we answer all, or did I answer all your questions about GoPros? Hopefully. No, totally. Really informative. Uh, and if, we were supposed to talk about aerobatic practice areas, but we should leave a whole podcast to that. And 
Yeah, because I, I want to do some proper research on that. I tried doing some last minute and I have most of the forms and but I want to be able to kind of like give out um, the exact links and how to do it because it's an, an aerobatic practice area is really not hard to do. If I could do it, anybody could do it. And um, it's just a matter of just dedicating a couple hours and and hand walking your shit down to the to the FISDO and, and being a good person. So um, that's the only thing I can remember. What else do we miss? No, that's, that's, that's good. Let's save that for, um, for an episode, you know, um, that was a suggestion from somebody that was like, Hey, you know, this would be great to see this topic covered. Cause, uh, I'm genuinely curious. So, um, I'm, I'm super happy and super appreciative of everybody reaching out and giving us oh, suggestions. Oh, we got some, we got, uh, I forgot. I didn't even tell you, you didn't, uh, I got a message from, um, really, uh, cool guy. His name's Alex Huey. Or I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I love um, Alex. I was actually, yeah. it's so funny you mentioned his name. I was going to give him a shout out earlier just because I'm so glad he's back flying his laser and I fucking love watching him fly. Love that airplane too. Such a cool looking airplane. I um, do can fly the shit out of that thing. Yeah. And I've heard that from a lot of different people actually that he's, he's really, really good. Yeah. Um. So we, we got to talk to him actually, because I don't know him that well. I'd love um, to. He seems like a really cool guy, uh, but yeah. he uh, messaged and we encourage it obviously and was asking about the the Oregon Arrow um, hush kit, I guess. Um, the thing okay. I put in yeah. my bonehead, the ear cups yeah. and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and just got to talking a little bit. Really cool guy. And uh, really looking forward to seeing how, you know, what he thinks of it. You know, get another opinion on it. So I thought yeah, that was really he, neat. I, that I think he borrowed a friend's or he borrowed a bonehead and tried it out. And I think he I think he bought it. So yeah. he's he's now in the helmet. The full full blown helmet. He was using. I think it's been so long. His airplane was down for so long, but I think just before it went down, I think he bought like a skydive helmet and was using the clarities underneath it. Um, so this will obviously be better for him. But yeah, dude, shout out to Alex, man. I was. It's so funny. You were mentioning something. I was like, maybe it was the up and comer thing. And it's like, you know, up and comer might be the wrong word, but like, if there's somebody that I just I could watch, watch fly all day, it's him. Who's gonna go it, places? Yeah, dude, he, he, that, that dude can fucking fly. That dude can fly. Yeah. He's he should post more videos. If anybody should put, po- he should post more videos. I agree. Yeah. And he he's um I think he you know now that his airplane's back um hopefully he will. He's been posting some lately and yeah it's a lot of fun to watch him fly. He he flies really well. Maybe you know we might be what would you call that the medium the or the bridge we might be the bridge to getting people to post more stuff. I hope so, man. Because like you know. Uh, I tell, you know, like you learn so much from people. I used to we, freeze frame. I used to watch YouTube videos like when I was younger, especially like Goody or Bourbon or whomever, Goulian. And like, you know, when I was learning flicks or certain things and I just freeze frame to see where the, uh, the control surfaces were. Same. And, you know, and everybody's got to post shit and, you know, yeah. whether it's right or wrong, you'll learn, learn well, what and to do and or what not to do. I really do think that, that, um, I won't say it's the way to learn, but let's be real. Like for people like us that like are, are like, I feel like I I can nerd out on this stuff. I feel like you can too. And I feel like the people that can nerd out on it. Like I remember watching, um, gosh, it was some video on different Lomshavox. Just like, just ran through the catalog of Lomshavox. Uh, and I'm like pausing it here. I'm like, okay. So he, did he, oh, he entered, he, he fed in rudder before the aileron and okay, here comes the uh, elevator. Okay. You know, and I'm, I'm like, I love that kind of stuff. Cause it's, 
you can learn in the airplane like that, but I really do enjoy watching from the outside, watching somebody do it step by step like that. I mean, I think hundred percent, you know, a, a lot of things can be attributed like, like people watching football plays, right? Like you can read about it. Somebody can tell you about it. You could even do it, but watching people do the play is such, it gives you such a, a, a more broad uh, perspective on like the anatomy of a maneuver from start to finish. And, that's yeah. I, I I could watch that stuff all day. And like, I think, um, you know, people have this weird hang up of like, oh, if you post on social media all the time, are you are you trying to get attention? And it's like, that's what know, like I hate that stigma. And that's why I mm-hmm. don't because I just don't want to be put into that that group or that I don't want I don't want to be I don't want to say that guy because I just, you know, I don't know how to describe. You know what I'm getting at? Like, it's I, just I know 100 like, percent. I, I, I know 100 percent of what you're getting at. And if I could alleviate your worry a little bit. So like, I mean, I'm pretty active on social media, but like, I'm not, I hope that my, I don't think they do, but I don't think my posts come off as like, Hey, look at me. I'm, I want attention. It's more like, I think when I describe to people, like what I, what I want to see in social media, it's like, dude, if you're doing cool stuff, post it because people like seeing cool stuff. If you're flying something cool or doing something cool, just post it. Cause I think like me, I want to see it. Yeah. So, and to call a spade a spade, I mean, if it wasn't for you and, um, and, uh, who's the other guy who did aerobatic pilots? Oh, Tom Webb started with, uh, Nick Kane and, um, like all you Tommy guys, Sewell. like you guys, yeah. create, you guys created something good and, um, and not to, to dismay or, or the others, but like you put a lot of work into that thing, put reposting stuff. And honestly, like uh, everybody, I think owes you, I'll give it to you. A little bit of a for uh, for doing that. I, mean, I appreciate it. I I just I love yeah. it, man. I I like that. I just I love seeing shit. And and if I can see stuff and then share it to the group, or you know, if I have a question, I can share it to the group. Or if I'm flying and I can share it to the group, I, I think that's kind of cool. You know, I, I think that's yeah. And I we all know those people because we make fun of them in our private chat groups uh, of like the social, like the instant influencers you know like the like the insta horrors you know like yeah, yeah. we can't stand that stuff right and there's definitely a fine not a fine line but there's a difference between you know, that's, you know and that's one thing that like i'm sorry to interrupt but i'm just like it's such a good topic and i can't even control myself that like we always like what we do is we we give shout outs to people that are up and comers or maybe not well known um just because they're it's so deserving because of all the hard work like alex you guy puts in a tremendous effort uh, doing what he does in, in aerobatics and to be able to do that. And yeah. I think that some of these superstars, um, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll say the name. So like a Goulian or Holland, I think that if they would say like repost, just even reposting something or eat, like, look at like what, when Goulian commented on my, con- like that was like, it made my day. And maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe they don't know the impact that they have just from writing something like that. And it would be really, I know that everybody's busy. I get it. And I'm not telling people how to, I'm just telling you what I think would be really cool. And I think that if there was like, if even like Kirby just like reposted like Alex flying, like that's huge. That would dude. that guy. If, if somebody did that to him, I'm sure he would be like, this is one of the best days of my life. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's, I think you know, you get, you start getting this circle. Like it makes you wonder how much that that's kind of why I was asking in the beginning, like how much do you think these top guys look yeah, down I don't think, 
and I don't and think pay as attention. much as I thought in the beginning until yeah. now. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of yeah. yeah. Maybe we I, can I wonder. That's what, that's what we should start doing when we get the uh, the high profile guests on. Just being like, hey, we're gonna call you out on it in a month, and if you don't do this, <laughs> we're coming I'm after you. Call, I'm no, I'm calling Mamastov, and he's coming after you because that guy is no <laughs> fucking joke. <laughs> The assassin. Yeah. Well, and I think that's like, you know, having, you know, ghouling on, which I'm, oh my God, I can't tell you how excited I am. I'll probably be like, I have one more question. I have one more question. I I just want to let you go. If I spoke to the Mark Pollard who was wearing Air Jordans and drinking Red Bull, listening to like, (laughs) do hostage, driving to the airport. (laughs) It's like, hey, in a little, in a few years time, buddy, you're going to be interviewing, you know, Mike Goulian. You'd be like, shut the fuck. No fucking no way. way. <laughs> yeah, no way. Excuse me while I pump up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like <laughs> getting to to do that, but then like, you know, talking to like You're so Huey, excited. You're stuttering. You're stuttering right now. You're so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Dude, I, just, I, I fucking love this podcast, man. How fun is this podcast? So much this fun. Is, it doesn't feel like work. No. And it's just the beginning. It's just, just beginning. the beginning. Yeah. Oh my but, God. I, I I do like the idea of like getting the Ghoulians on and then getting the Alex Hueys on like not, and it's not even to say nothing uh, it's not not to talk down to people like Alex Huey as far as talent he's he is way more talented than I am and he's immensely talented in general but it's like he's not famous right he's somebody to pay attention to he might if he goes the way he might go he will be famous he will be a world class aerobatic pilot like he's phenomenal. But it's cool to get like, both on. You know what I mean? Like to have that that spectrum of like, dude, let's talk about it all. Dude, let's face it. It's just it's nice to be noticed. Like and I'll I'll call Alex out right now on it that like I saw him flying in the past and like I thought it was awesome, but I never said anything. Um, you elitist. And, yeah. Well, I just never I didn't know the guy. I wasn't friends. With oh, him, whatever. So like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's but like he's so yeah, he's not so in your level. I'm a douche. I'm a douchebag, maybe. So I should have said something. And like, maybe we should start encouraging, you know, just people who just love the sport just to like, if you don't know the guy, just like drop a comment and be like, hey, dude, like sick flying. And, yeah. you know, I think that we should. I agree. to create like. No, and I, I told you before. I told you before. <laughs> totally how I, opposite. I, I started this podcast going like competitions need to be everybody on their own. F. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I like, hate you. I'm going to crush yeah. you. To, and now uh, we're like, hey. everybody should tell everybody how good they're doing. <laughs> I am such a hypocrite. This is a, you know what? And I think on that note, that this this podcast should be called the Full Circle. Episode 20, Full Circle. Full Circle. We, we just came full, full circle. Jeff's happy okay. again. Jeff's happy again. I was, yeah. I had a, I'm, we're not going to get into it. I, I can't. It's just not. I, it was a rough day today from other reasons. So I can't. Maybe I was a little angry. That's why I was coming off like that, but I'm back. Well, I'm back to normal. Can we, can we not no, talk about? No. Okay. All right. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> no. Sticking a pin in it. <laughs> no, we could talk. Uh, no. And where I'll tell you what, in, in like a year when it all uh, blows over. I'm going to set a reminder in my we'll phone. In, uh, <laughs> the year anniversary. We can talk about it. Watch us um, be like on Sirius XM or some stupid, like big platform. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, we're recording and like your alarm goes off. <laughs> hey, look at that. Guess what we get to but talk like about per- today? The person or persons that 
that uh, got me in a bad mood today or like a part of the show at that point. And we're like, oh, this is awkward. It'll be our <laughs> it'll be our Netflix series. Uh, too funny. Yeah. Too funny. Well, I got we a got run anything? ski. It's getting a little you, late. You got a run ski and that means I'm going to run ski. Yeah, you got a flight to go do. It's it's flying weather right now for you. Dude, the the wind actually calmed down a lot. It was windy as fuck earlier, but um, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap this thing up. Look, uh, if I could say one thing uh, before we go, thank you to everybody who's been listening and subscribing. Um, all the issues with Spotify have been solved, and we're like on everywhere else that you can find podcasts now. So, uh, if you use Stitcher, um, Google Music, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes. I'm trying to think where else on the actual website itself. Uh, we're uh, flycoolshit.com. You can download right there, but uh, we're basically everywhere that you can subscribe to a podcast. We're there. So um, yeah, you shouldn't sick. have any trouble finding it. Yeah. Man, it's been a lot of fun no, so far, job. dude. I think this is one of our best. Uh, I'm like slurring my words. I think this is one of the uh, the better episodes we've done. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. To, you know, and, and dude, we don't need we don't need topics. It was just like, hey, yeah. let's just record, man. And just fucking shoot the shit. Love it. But let's see. Hopefully next time we talk, we'll be in the uh the twenties, maybe the teens. I don't want to be I'm, in the I'm, teens like that. I meant like in the teens. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> maybe we'll be inside teens. <laughs> oh my god. That's gonna get like, oh. that's gonna get me canceled. Um yeah, no, I, I, dude, like, I watched it. Fly creepy I, shit with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> fly cool shit from prison. Yeah, uh, we had like told, all these superstars coming on our podcast and now they're going to hear this episode and be like, no effing way. <laughs> my, my PR team said, uh, I cannot go on fly cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're definitely going to come on now. Oh yeah. Dude, we're it, man. We're it. We're, this Sweet. is the show, dude. This is who nobody else is doing this shit. Yeah. Joe Rogan ain't doing this. No, no. In fact, we'll have him on maybe cause he's going to, we're going to be so famous. He's going to be like, Oh shit. I need to get on that show to promote my show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, guys. That was a good episode. That was a good episode, cool, dude. Um, till next time. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. See you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 